0: Welcome to the Command Post podcast powered by FirstDew. I'm your host, Tom Lewis, FirstDew's Enterprise Training Manager. I am pleased today to welcome Lee Cockrell to the podcast. Lee is the former Executive Vice President of Operations for the Walt Disney World Resort, where he led a team of 40,000 cast members for 10 years. During that time, he was responsible for the operations of 20 resort hotels, four theme parks, two water parks, a shopping and entertainment village, and the ESPN Sports and Recreation Complex. Lee also held various executive positions in the hospitality and entertainment business with Hilton Hotels for eight years and the Marriott Corporation for 17 years before joining Disney in 1990 to open the Disneyland Paris project. He is the author of multiple books, including The Customer Rules, 39 Essential Rules for Delivering Sensational Service. He is also a public speaker and founder of the Cockrell Academy an online learning platform for leadership, management, culture, and customer service. Lee and his wife, Priscilla, live in Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the podcast, Lee. It's great to be with you today. Well, Lee Cockrell, it's a pleasure to have you on the Command Post podcast today. Uh, I know our paths have crossed previously, but the last time we connected and and you did a a podcast, um, it was absolutely inspirational. uh, And so... I want I hope some of that I know some of that I should say will come across today in in our conversation but I'm just really happy to have you here and to share your wisdom and your expertise and uh so thank you. Great. Thanks so much. Glad to be back with you. Of course. So customer service you spent decades in the hospitality, the resort business and of course with Disney. And so, you know, customer service reigns in, or should reign in those industries if they're going to succeed. But thinking globally, and then we'll get down into the weeds when it comes to the fire service um, in a moment, but globally speaking with across the country, in your view, what's the state of the concept and the delivery of customer service these days?
1: Yeah, you know, I think it depends who you're dealing with today. Uh, I always say, you know, if, if you, Two years ago, I would say service was better than it is now, mm-hmm. and uh, I think uh, obviously the pandemic caused some serious problems. Where almost everywhere you go, the employees are new. They're nice, often nice, uh, professional. They treat you nicely. They're uh, none of that, but they're not trained, so they don't know what they're doing. And as I always said in customer service, niceness only goes so far. <laughs> when well, you know when you're you can't get it done. I think the other thing that's causing some serious problems is I'm really worried about how, how the technology is taking away that personal service. Uh, I've had nothing but one problem after another the last few weeks as we get back out into traveling and going to the bank, and had problems with my bank over technology issues. Uh, uh, Just about everywhere, post office, uh, people are really suffering from a lot of anxiety. Uh, Short-staffed causes a lot of this problem, and... um so, I would say it depends. But I have a coffee shop I go to in the morning. It's called Coffee for the Soul. There's no technology. It's nice people from Colombia And I don't know where else they're from. The food is fabulous. The people are great. They know my name. They welcome me every day. Uh, they uh, actually they made me a, they said, Lee, you come so often, we're making you a, a member of the Amigo Club. <laughs> so, I get, a, I get a discount. And they're just so nice. Everybody's right? so pleasant.
0: So so nice. uh, Nice matters, right? Nice matters, and like you said, getting it done also. And then I want to come back to this. I wrote it down. I want to come back to today, the role of customer service. Now we're I'm I you know I'm former fire service. Currently work for a company that serves fire departments. And so I want to come back a little later and keep this in the back of your mind. On we're so technology laden in everything we do today. I I'm of the I'm of the belief that the human touch and interpersonal customer service skills. Are even more important than ever, but we'll we'll get to that. Um, but why why is customer service so important? Not just to businesses of all kinds, really, but thinking of your time, you know, and working with those, those of us in the in the fire service. Why is it important even to us, right? Whether, regardless of we're running lots of fire calls or, and mostly EMS calls, which are most departments these days, you know, big city to volunteer departments. Why why is customer service? so important to the american fire service
1: well first of all the american fire service has one of the greatest reputations in america if not the greatest i think it's you and nurses uh, that we right? actually believe are authentic we can trust them they do what they say they're going to do they're professional and you know when you when you have that kind of reputation service in the fire service is just it's a pride thing. You want to be great every morning. You want to do what's expected of you. It was kind of like a Disney. I mean, I mean, we we, we have so much pressure on us to be great because the guests think we're great, and so all day mm. long, it, it's. Uh, and I think that's one of the things with the fire. People are proud to work there. They're proud of what they do. They have a huge mission to save lives and and to uh, help people when they're in their uh, most critical worst place in their lives, whether it's picking up, you know, whether it's coming to take care of a person having a heart attack or whether it's a person uh, with a fire burning their house down. And so, I mean, it's a, I think the fire service is a whole different game than most uh, anything else in the world. Um, And there are other government, you may be the only government agency that people trust. Frankly, I'm not kidding. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) when you think about it how much that's going to be and everybody you know and by the way if you're a young fireman every girl in the world wants to go out with you so they're (laughs) they got double uh, good things happening to them but it's uh they're reliable they're credible they're trusted they do what they say they're going to do they're professional they're skilled and they're brave and uh, what else do you want? I mean, yeah, well, you know,
0: and I think I think uh, Chief Alan Brunicini um, once said that, you know, what other what other who else gets to go in to other people's property and homes without a search warrant? Right. You know, and just they call us and we can just go right in. Right. And it's uh, it, it is it is a privilege. It, it is unique. And sometimes just even hearing it certainly internally, but hearing it from people like you just kind of refocuses the mindset. right? Sometimes if burnout sets in or those mundane calls, you know, occur, you know, multiple times during a shift, sometimes you just need that little mental reboot now and again, hearing it from somebody like you uh, about why it still matters and why it's still important in today's society. And, and so I can, I can literally say you wrote the book on customer service with the customer rules. And so what What are some of those hallmarks Lee what are and, and again looking at it not just and we can look at it both kind of globally but also with the mindset of you know the pre-hospital and fire service
1: Well, I think you know it's a mindset I tell people every day you can decide to be greater you can decide to be average and it, it's what you decide to do I love the quote you know the quote says you're not a product of your circumstances you're a product of the decisions you've made in your life mm. And I would say people who decide to be in the fire service have made that decision because it's rigorous, it's hard, and everybody can't do it. Uh, and uh, so you're already, I mean, I think that one thing right there is uh, uh, what makes, separates the difference. People want to be great, then you're going to have a great organization. And that's what we try to do at Disney. We don't try to hire people, make them nice. We hire nice people. right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> hire hire for
0: attitude, train for skill, kind of, right? And
1: absolutely. I mean, number one, we hang attitude. Number two, passion. Number three, skill. And skills is the only one that can be really uh, it, trained.
0: Right. right. That's
1: all. The, you're never going to take a person with a bad attitude or no passion and make them just wake up. Just It's not going to happen. You got to get find those right people.
0: So thinking of the the book, the customer rules, and again, you're going to be mad at me. Is it 39? Is it 39? How many are in the How many are in the book? 39. It is 39. People people ask me why. I
1: said it's all I can think of.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was 39, and again, not that. What's when you're when you're receiving service from wherever you're receiving service, whether it's a fire crew that comes to your house to help you to help your wife, or out out in, in the business. Of those 39, what are the ones that really stick out for you right away? And they're all important, I know. But what are the ones that you think of the most or really hit home early and often?
1: Yeah, well, the first one I talk about is uh, customer service is not a department. Mm. It's a state of mind. It's, it's who you are, not what you do. Mm. You know, who are you? And we know the difference between what people do for a living and who they really are. And that's the one to me, I get the right people, everything else works out fine. Mm. I mean, it's amazing how when you hire them right, train them right and treat them right. Not much goes wrong after that. <laughs>
0: you, know? you think that if too- you hire
1: somebody that's incompetent, has a bad attitude and a drinking problem and God knows what else, uh, things don't go well.
0: <laughs> I mean, right. So
1: I say it's the most important thing you do is who you select to be in your organization absolute most important thing, which includes getting rid of the people that probably shouldn't be there when you make a mistake,
0: mm.
1: because uh, that happens too. I mean, and it, people don't stop performing because usually they want to. A great person can't stop, but it's usually they, something happens. Anxiety, marital problems, financial problems, who knows what causes performance to go down. But the fire department can't have people going down in performance. Right. People, there are people's lives at stake when i called the fire department once my mother-in-law was passed out she was 85 years old and they were here and man it was impressive <laughs> they came in they took over and she was dehydrated she didn't have a salt problem and she was dehydrated hadn't been drinking all. and it was incredible i mean it was to watch it was like a uh um, being on uh, Broadway, it was Cordura, everybody knew what to do. They yeah. knew their role in the show. They did it. Bam, bam. They made us feel comfortable. And then boom, it was, it took care yeah, of How many places are that.
0: like that? Not many. Right. Not many. And and again, what you just said near the end, right? They made you feel comfortable something, something along those lines. Right. So that that is always um, something um, on the job that I I took a lot was I might not get the IV on the first stick. I might not get the intubation on the first stick, you know, the first attempt when I'm carrying, doing my clinical skills. um, But I'm going to do my best. Our crews are going to do their best, just like you observed when they responded there. But you probably didn't remember if they followed the medical protocols. You remembered how they treated you.
1: I don't even know what the medical protocols are. right? (laughs) Because I don't care about anything except how people treat me. Right. You know, I mean, literally, when you think about it, uh in the food business over the years they tried to teach me when i started in the food business i was a waiter serve this from the left and that from the right <laughs> just be nice to people they don't care which way it comes in <laughs> i mean as my granddaughter said i said what's the most important thing in service and she was 12 years old and she looked at me and said pappy the most important thing is be nice right you know
0: right and, and again obviously our, we pride ourselves in the fire service for our skill set and being able to execute an effective outcome, no question, skillful, effective, and all of that. And so that's, that's a critical part, obviously. And you mentioned that right at, right out of the gate, you got to be nice, but you also have to solve a problem and and, fi- and, and fix the, fix the issue at hand. And Professional
1: so probably in your business is what nice looks like.
0: Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, that's almost an assumption that that's going to take place. But on top of it, how are the people, the family members, the patient treated, and all of those things? When you go, you know, when we're responding to to an incident, that's what you're going to remember by far.
1: Absolutely. I mean, all of us. Nobody remembers anything they ever ate in a restaurant. They remember how they were treated, and they loved it. And it wasn't about the carpet. It wasn't about the music. It wasn't about even if the steak was tough. That's not sure. what you're going to, you're going to remember that person who took care of you mm-hmm. and they did it professionally. Competency is a big deal.
0: Now, going back to your time in the, um, the hotel and resort, and then of course at Disney, you'd mentioned how, um, like Brinacini, Chief Brinacini would say, it's easy to deliver wow service on the outside if you're getting wow service on the inside. What are some things in, in your professional life that, that you as a leader in, in these fields did when you say you treat you know treating people well what were what are things that matter there right because paychecks are one thing right the the, the tangible items but what are the things that you insisted upon as a, as an executive at Disney when it came to treating your your people your employees
1: well I started from the bottom I was a cook in the army mm. a private I was a waiter at the Washington Hilton. I served Lyndon Johnson up on the head table. He didn't say anything to me. I, I did all those jobs. I've washed dish. I clean. I know the work. People know I know the work. And one thing I know for sure is everybody matters. Everybody matters. Hmm. And uh, that's what I worked on at Disney. We want a place where everybody matters and they know it. And the way they know it is we tell them, I don't care what job they have. They're important. I told the managers, you wait till your guy doesn't come in that washes the trays in the restaurant. You're go- no, work is going to stop. Mm-hmm. The tray guy's are probably the most important guy in there. The, lady, the housekeeper who makes the beds. If they don't come in, we're dead. We charge a lot of money for those beds to be made <laughs> and for you to sleep in. And everybody matters. And the other thing is that we, I want a culture and environment where they believe that. And where they wake up in the morning and want to come to work, not have to come because of the way they're treated, included, involved, their opinion counts. We listen to them. We help them. We know their aspirations.
0: OK, Go Yeah, I want you to go, go a little deep there. What are the, what are those things? Right. What are those things that it's so easy when you're striving to meet metrics? Right. You know. How, you know, how many, um, you know, the occupancy rate or customer surveys and, and all that, what what are the, what are some of those key things that we should never forget?
1: Let me tell you what, you make people feel special, and you treat them as an individual, and you show respect to them and their families, and you train and develop them, you'll make more money than you ever made in your life, productivity <laughs> will double turnover will go down. People will say good things about you. Employees will bring new people to the business who are better than anybody we can find on our own. I mean, we know that. I mean, you know that in your business. I know people say, well, you know, uh, when you make a lot of money, you got to I I never did my job any different when I was a cook in the army or when I was the executive vice president of Walt Disney World. I was Hmm. the right person. I had the right values. I got up every morning, did a better job than everybody else. And that's the kind of people we hire because uh, we need in a fire. You don't need 80%. You need 110%. Sure. And a moment's notice. And I don't worry about bossing people around. We need more teachers. You hire the right people. You don't even have, you can go home, take a nap. They'll take care of it. (laughs) You hire the right people. The fire chief doesn't have to be there they're going to go take care of it.
0: And there's a little trust I hear, I'm hearing two things, trust and little inspiration. Trust is a big one, inspiration. Um, the, the like you said being being made to feel valued. It's 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 it, it can we can speak about it and it comes off out of our off our tongues pretty easily, but executing it that's 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 tough. That's where the rubber meets the road. It's tough.
1: Absolutely. And that's why attitude probably drives most of the commitment you have in the commitment. You know that commitment is you'll go all the way. That's what commitment is. Yeah, and if you want to know what it feels like, think how committed are you to your children? What will you do for them? Mm. If a car was about to hit your child, would you take the hit?
0: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You'll go all the way. Hundred percent.
1: Loyalty just means you show up every day. And some people you don't want to show up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want committed people that are they doing it because they want to do it, because right. I'm standing over them. And that's. And when you feel this purpose in life, of I'm, and I can't imagine there's one fireman that doesn't like to tell people what he does for a living or a lady.
0: Pretty true. I, yeah, I would I sometimes even joke too that it is good. Good, It does feed the ego well and it allows you to perpetuate your adolescence into your forties <laughs> a little bit. It's
1: like Disney. When people ask me what I did after I told them, they didn't even want to talk about what they did. They wanted to hear more about what I did. <laughs> and I Disney, the fire service, You know, I I mean, there's a few first responders, uh, nurses that uh, we all have as deep trust, and uh, we need them, and and they serve. They serve. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, let's let's do some examples, right? So, either from your professional life um, when you were working, or that you've received. What are some vivid examples of really stellar customer service, either you received or your employees delivered? as well as not so good examples where that really lingered and, and it was an opportunity for improvement or you just you know, felt, boy, that was an epic fail, right? Do you have what, what are some examples that you can share?
1: Well, I'd say at Disney every day, I saw those things from simple things like a, a dining customer casually mentions they forgot their phone charger. Next mm-hmm. thing, the lady asks them where they're staying, what room, what's her name? She goes to Walmart and gets one and drops it off i mean what <laughs> i'm going like uh i mean that kind of uh, a little girl that was flown in to uh she was uh, make a wish and she was so sick but she wanted to see cinderella by the time she got here she couldn't she was too sick had to go directly to the hospital wow. and when she got there cinderella was there and her parents told us that was it was tragic losing her but that was a amazing moment in their life that that happened you know those are the kind of things you go whoa I mean I mean a little thing is a big thing to some people
0: oh that's well stated I was just going to say my you know for that person that was um Cinderella that day you know it may not have been a big deal to her to head over to the hospital but boy what an impact that was right it was huge it
1: was absolutely huge and uh, when you think of the bad things that can happen it's you know, uh, people are celebrating their anniversaries, their weddings, their kids' birthdays, uh, you name it. And they we have uh, a high uh, responsibility to make sure that we deliver because our guests, they they rate. I mean, they they get mad at us if it rains. I mean, we have to <laughs> deliver on a, a golden platter and. Uh, And when the whole attitude of every single person you run into is great, including the bus driver, security, all those places that are not the best jobs in the world sometimes. And the rain doesn't bother you a bit. (laughs) you know, It's like, wow, how do they do this? And it's because people want to do it. You can't control people. You can't make people do it. You got to treat them right, train them right, make them want to do it. Uh, you can't make people do anything. You don't, you know, I wish we could measure commitment because what if you had that number on your head every morning? Like he's right? only 60% committed.
0: How do you measure the intangibles, right? How do you measure those kind of intangibles? Yeah,
1: you just, uh, you create the right environment, the right culture and you treat people right. And your odds go up dramatically that they're going to feel good about themselves because you feel good about them and uh, they're going to perform.
0: What's the, time, like, what's the time where the... That, that... You were let down, right? You were either let down by someone at Disney um that you worked with, or you were let down with some service you received. how how did you how did you handle that? How did uh, and it can be any kind of example like that, but um what did it cause you to do and think about?
1: Yeah, well, at Disney, uh, we have issues, obviously. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, every guest does. is not uh, excited. they call me. Uh, and I always had a rule in my office, even though I'm the big honcho over there, any <laughs> guest calls here and my wife, you put them through to me. You right. never, tell them, your, your wife, never tell them I'm in a meeting. I want to talk to them because that emotion of you hearing it directly from the customer mm. about how they were treated. Uh, uh, somebody uh, was rude to, to their children. Uh Somebody told him to buzz off when the kid wanted to go up and so hug Cinderella, and those are those get me upset. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I get involved after that because, uh, and I tell everybody, make sure you're listening to your customers and in your case the community. Um, what are they worried about? Mm. You know, uh, if I was going house to house, I'd say, you know, uh, how do you think about the fire service when you think about it? when they say wow great great when they say not so good you want to know why why well they have a story they'll have a why whatever mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. and, and uh we do that uh i mean the cast members make the magic Yep. they every day we could never train people to do everything they do people say how do you do it we let them do it <laughs> we don't train them to do it and they have financial uh, authority. They have uh, common sense authority because we hired the right people. And they'll make a better decision than the manager. And, you know,
0: Trust them. Actually, I'm...
1: when a frontline cast member at Disney makes a decision, it costs us less than when a manager gets involved. Right. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Uh, no, I know. It's true. I know that. I And, and, they, understand, I understand and that. they
1: fix it right on the spot.
0: Yeah, because the, the longer time,
1: you wait, the matter you
0: get, <laughs> and the more expensive it becomes. Because you're bringing Absolutely. more people, in. you're bringing, and then, and then time of the time, the the the, the value um, assigned to the time involved to manage something like that, right? Mitigate the, it, the, mitigate it early.
1: The biggest problem is not being respectful to people and uh, not treating everybody well, uh, mm. minority groups or gay people or other. All these problems we're having in America, we treat everybody the same. <laughs> I, and yeah, I don't you know people might have different thoughts, but they better not show it at Disney. We have high uh, high level of expectations for your behavior
0: same thing in the fire service we're out there to we're, we're out there to serve it doesn't matter it doesn't matter anything about you if you're calling us for help it just okay. doesn't it just doesn't matter. That's
1: what I told nurses when I go to the hospital, I want to look up and see if somebody's happy to see me. <laughs> You know, I asked a nurse once. I said, "What do you do?" She said, "I keep the doctor from killing you." <laughs> so <laughs> I'm here over and over all day long. I'm on top yeah, of it. I'm here. Yeah,
0: in a yeah that's a, that's another profession, right? That's just that's a hell of a profession, and and it's harder for them. It's harder for them now too with uh, emerging from COVID, right? There's I can only imagine if there's compassion fatigue and it's and uh, burnout, right? But
1: first, fire service too. When you're in a job where you save lives. And property, you got to be proud. of it. I mean, it's not like you're selling cigarettes or right. Right. oil or oil or something that makes everybody mad. You got—it's amazing. People have so much respect for you. I'd walk around. I think I, if I was a fireman, I'd wear my fire suit out.
0: Oh, <laughs> so, some do. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. But it's just—it's. I mean, just how many how many professions? But you know, I always thought um, how many professions out there. Put their department sticker on their vehicle to kind of announce what they do, right? Who does no. that? I mean, it's it's a beautiful, it's a it is truly a beautiful profession, and it's just you know to to go back and think think back at my time in it, but also you know everyone that's currently serving, um, it is something special, and I think it's become more special, and it's it's amazing to me. We won't go into the weeds on this, but I you may not may or may not be aware that recruitment and retention is is much more difficult than it used to be. I mean, my academy thousands of people would try to get into a 30 person academy and then nearly all of them would graduate. Now, they're struggling. Career departments even are struggling, but volunteers are even having a harder time. And you know, that's maybe a segue into asking you too, you know, the state of customer service kind of in a more global perspective. Do you think it's harder to get good customer service nowadays to give it, get it, receive oh, it?
1: Get it? Absolutely. I mean, if you go to a restaurant that has no turnover and everybody's been there for years, and they know everything. I mean, I go to those. You go to the top steakhouse in town. You, you're not going to have any problems. Sure. But you're going to get a bill for $200. Too. But you just go. I went to McDonald's the other day. I hate not to say McDonald's, but I tried to get a cup of coffee. I was so frustrated by the time I went through that board of punching things and it wouldn't. I was like. Give me a break. I just want a cup of coffee.
0: Okay. So technology and frankly, right? right
1: now I will never stop again because See, I don't you I
0: don't want don't the headaches. Break. You don't want the headache. So technology, I mean, technology for technology's sake is like a movie with great special effects and no story. Technology's got to make it better. And you just you enc- you had an experience that <clears throat> it didn't make it better, right? You know, Mike, we that's what we try to do at first, do is our technology enhances what you do. We make, we want to make you, you know, we joke, we say, you know, we want to make you a badass user of our product. Right. And, and really um, do your job and and execute it more efficiently and effectively. That experience you just illustrated was the complete opposite. And now you don't want to go back.
1: Absolutely. And I can tell you a fireman, you may have Robux someday. They're not going to run into a firehouse up to a house burning and save a baby.
0: no, now, there's always going to be, as long as there's human beings, we're going to have job that <laughs> security. That's going to what drive. I
1: want. I want the human that cares in the job, and they have a lot of pride, and they're going to do what they got to do. Just look so, at Ukraine right now. Look at Ukraine. These people are totally one hundred percent committed. Right, they'll lose their life for their country. Our sure. people do too. They lose their life over these. So things. if they
0: had, if they had a commitment on, that you could tell see on their forehead, it'd be pegged. It'd be pegged.
1: The Russians aren't committed. They're just powerful. And have bigger bombs, but they're not committed.
0: They're not committed. That's, that's why some of the soldiers are
1: running away and not showing up. Good for good. good and
0: rhythm. the mothers are
1: getting really annoyed in Russia. When you get the mothers mad, this could go downhill pretty fast. It could go downhill commitment pretty fast. Just, it's so powerful commitment. That if you can create a culture where people are committed, I mean, it's that's the place you want to be in charge of because yeah. they just do their thing.
0: Get it done. Get it done. Yeah, I get it done. So, so technology, right? So, I am passionate about technology, but not technology just because it's a bell and whistle, but because it can enhance our lives. Um, no. and, and it's generational too, right? We're, um, you know, generationally, you you might be one of, one ahead of me, right? But the young people that are super tech savvy, so to them, is that good customer service, or is the human need and the human touch? Are we going to discover that? because it's being replaced in many instances with technology. Okay. Um, in, in like your, your example that you mentioned at McDonald's, uh, even the young, you know, we love, you know, and I'm, I'm, I could, I'll put myself in there, not that I'm of the younger generation, but I've always enjoyed technology and what it can do. And I think it, it has a powerful role in moving society forward and making our lives truly better. But when it doesn't, it doesn't matter what generation whether you like it or you're good with the technology or not, if it's not helping make your life better, then then we're gonna have a problem, right? Just and again, your example.
1: Well, you know, uh, we're on we're using it right now. It's great. I mean, literally, eyeball to eyeball, and mm-hmm. we can feel the messages we're giving each other. Sure, and sure. And so yeah, that's good. <clears throat> but I think one day you're gonna get these, you're gonna see new advertisements gonna say. Come to our restaurant. We have people here to take care of you. McDonald's, the new concept. We have people now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no technology. It come full I'm circle, gonna... right? And
0: you're you, everything and you goes take, around. I still might take your order on a on a mobile device, no problem. What? But it's a human doing. I, I I think there's something there. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just it's different. It's certainly different in a lot of ways out there, for sure. For sure. The world um, is teaching us how to do
1: all the work. The airline started it.
0: You say do that again? all the
1: work for the airlines except fly the plane. Mm-hmm.
0: That's,
1: you do everything else,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and more, you go to the store now more and more. It's technology, and I, I mean, sometimes I get so frustrated I just leave. I don't buy anything. Sure. Wonder what like you got to scan everything to. I mean, I'm <laughs> you know, going it's, like my I don't even know how to do half that stuff.
0: It's funny the human you know the human interaction was kind of the de facto standard. It was just how you did business. You were with check out with the with the human being. I just it's going to be interesting that that's going to become a differentiator that earns business when you have what we're kind of used to have, you know, five, six years ago.
1: That's why small business has a great chance now to get back to individual service. I deliver it to your house. I take mm-hmm. care of you. I know you, Lee. I mean, my dry cleaners has no technology. They're just nice. They take care of things. They get it when I want it. And it's done well. And little businesses can really Put a wedge in there if they can start to think about it and uh, get the culture right where they keep people and people want to work there and and uh, you can build a reputation for uh, and so it's people you got to think is the best way what's the best way and uh, then you got to talk to a lot of customers sure what do you like, and not like about how I run my business?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what do you want? Think I should change? What do you think I should keep doing? What should I stop doing? Uh, we never, you know, we go out and hire consultants, but we don't, just talk to the customer because your employees and your customers know everything you need to know. <laughs> just mm-hmm. go talk to them.
0: Take the take the time to listen. Take the time to listen. It's right? Like
1: your wife, she knows everything you need to know.
0: Right. <laughs> it's just that, yeah. Oh.
1: And so do the people in the firehouse. They know. Now, some of them may have an attitude and they're angry and they're not happy because of past life. But they know what needs to be done. They know sure. what needs to be done. And we got to listen to them. Because often the boss doesn't have a clue. You know, it's not bothering me. Well, little things bother people and that their performance goes down. And then they fall into this not caring and that becomes this. Uh, people have got to be respected, included, yeah. and listen. People want to be listened to. Let me tell you, people want to be listened
0: to. Boy, that's the truth. I mean, in 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 this in this business, um, we we kind of pride ourselves in listening to the customer, knowing that we are a technology company but we're a technology company. I mean, it's, it's cliche to say it with a heart and that's you know maybe too cliche to say, oh, we're a technology company with a heart, but we're a technology company where you're going to get somebody, not necessarily in person, which often is, I think, ideal, but in this environment where if I need to help troubleshoot or walk you through something or train you on something, it's not just self-service. It's going to have, you're going to have some interaction, even if it's virtually, right? And I think that right. that matters. It matters more and more because I, I, I think people are feeling like, Everything's kind of on your own. You got to check yourself out at the grocery store. Now you're, I mean, you've always had to pump your gas by yourself for, for decades now, but so much yeah, is. Well,
1: most people don't even remember that when you it. somebody to I mean, come and clean your
0: windshield. Right. Uh, things but, things uh, like that. I just, I think. It's just, you're you're almost just, I, there's an isolation that I think people are, are there's a threshold so many people are going re- to, enough people are going to reach where it's, will it be enough is enough? We need to get back to, or is it going to be all driven by profit, driven by, you know, dollars well, and efficiency? Well,
1: eventually, you'll start to lose customers. I mean, literally, I don't mind using technology. No, no. But when it's not working, and it says call here, and you call and you're on 20 minutes, you got to wait. There's problem. where the problem is. it's, it's, it's not problem. that technology didn't work it's that person says we'll help you <laughs> no i mean literally 15 20 right. minutes, 25 minutes
0: you can forgive the fact that there might be a problem with the product like, or the exactly. service but exactly. how is it being addressed and handled is that right
1: absolutely
0: mm. i forgive people for a lot of things but <laughs> if
1: i can't get a hold of them it's hard to apologize or get them to get involved or... and this is a big problem staffing is a big problem. And then most of it's been moved overseas. So you're lucky if you can understand the person and they're nice. They're perfect. They're trying to be as nice as they can, but they just, it just, my air can't pick up some of those, what they're saying. And, and everybody wants a phone tree and your doctor's never available. And leave your message. We'll call you back within 24 hours. I mean, it's like, i mean literally think about all day long what you go through sure at the end of the day you will what happened
0: yeah boy that's
1: why i'm with my business i do whatever the customer wants whatever they want well sure you know and then give three breakouts fine if they want me to talk to their people fine i mean it's so funny that you say
0: it's so funny that you say that so Share with the listeners um, what you're doing now, because we know you're you're a retired Disney executive, Walt Disney World um, executive there, but what are you doing now?
1: You know, I had a big transition a few years ago that I, being a boss is not very good, and I literally transferred my whole attitude to being a teacher. Mm. I love to teach. People ask me, why do you give speeches and do all this? I said, because people clap. And I'm insecure. <laughs> and I, when I play golf, nobody claps. So I don't do that. And I just get so much <laughs> People write to me and say, thank you so much for that. I didn't never deal. thought of that. You helped me so much. Uh, hey, man, that's the biggest, like, I'm sure in the fire service, when some person comes back to see one of the firemen and says, Oh, man, man let me tell you. I mean, it's, it, like, it's huge. It, it doesn't get better than that. No,
0: no. And even so uh, business, helping so that, people.
1: Yeah, I literally and this is not a just saying it, you know, I really enjoy helping people. I talk to anybody wants wants. I had a guy call me earlier, just got out of the army. He wants to know how I created all my work. And I spent 45 minutes with him explaining how he can do it. And if you're not an expert in something, you can be in the next two months. Get on Google, start reading, going to seminars, listening to you. You'll know more than anybody else in a couple of months. But most people are not. They don't do it. I mean, if you don't know something today and tomorrow you still don't know, it's your fault. Sure.
0: It's at your fingertips. And there's an example of technology making our lives better right there. You can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, you you so hard. I hear on the news all the time some country,
1: and I said I didn't even know it was a country. Right. I look it up, and there's <laughs> five million people in there, and I said, why didn't I know that?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I
1: do now. I do now.
0: Right. Right. And don't ever, you know, you're always going to be learning. I mean, yeah. I go back to Chief Brunissini, but says, like, never stop learning. And then he says, ellipsis from everyone, above you, below you. It doesn't matter.
1: You know why? You got to feed your brain. It's hungry.
0: <laughs> it's, yes, it is.
1: It hasn't had any food for a while. So it's stale. <laughs> feed it. Right. Half the stuff in your brain's not even true. There's a bunch of crap up there sure. and half the stuff your parents told you is not true. And you got to <laughs> really start reading and learning and thinking and getting out of your little box and thinking, you know, education, experience, and exposure that makes, that's who makes you, who you are.
0: The three E's right there. You can talk about a
1: fireman all day long until you get up on that ladder and go in a burning house.
0: Oh, right. I all right. mean,
1: come on, <laughs> no experience. And so this is what we got to help people rethink how they're thinking. So those, those, those three
0: E's, those three E's are big, right? Experience. um, What would you say? Experience.
1: I said education, experience, and exposure exposure. equals excellence. (laughs) Bill Marriott told me that many years ago. He said, Lee, the only way you get excellence is education and enforcement.
0: Enforcement. Oh,
1: we do it this way. And if you're a big Marriott, they're good because they have a way to do it. And that's the way we do it. In the Army, there's the Army way. They don't care about your way. If it's Disney, there's a Disney way. And when you have your way and it makes sense and it's right and it helps people, then you do it that way. Yeah.
0: And you've got the stellar fire departments and it's the Phoenix way or the Nevada way. Or you Whatever. hear these, they have a they have a standard, right? You know, and then standard. then you have pejoratives of departments. Yeah, it's the, you know, you know, XYZ fire department. And there's an eye roll because, you know. Their way, Right. And so you don't want that you, you, you know, there's reputations and, and, and everything that's, that's out there, but going back to the, you know, you're having a heart of a teacher. And, um, I think a lot of what we do here even too, is, is to teach, right. To, to kind of inculcate, um, that education component, so then they can build their experience, and then what we do is to b- give them that ex- that exposure, right? The three E's, and and let's 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 lead them to excellence. And and with the Cockrell Academy, that's what you're doing, right? With with your programs and, and 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 I'm
1: trying to teach people things they don't know. I don't care how long they've been alive. If they haven't been through it, they don't know as much as I do about. It. I did it for 42 years. I waited on people. I graded on people who were mad at me. People didn't get to see Cinderella were angry, not happy. I mean, I've been there and I know. And, I, you know, uh, when you know, you know. And and like, you know, you know things about the, other people don't know. People yeah. think they know a lot. They don't. You never know as much you think you do. And uh, if you present it in an emotional way, go through the heart, you can change people's direction in life. You can. Oh, I, you're, you're right. You guys do that every day. I mean, uh, how, many, how many people become firemen because they had association with the fire department?
0: Sure, they had a great experience. I have a
1: friend of mine who lived down the street from a fire department when he was growing up and he had a very dysfunctional home. His father was hitting his mother and all kinds of, it was horrible, screaming and yelling. And he said he walked out, he walked down to the fire department when he was seven, eight years old. And today he's highly involved in the fire service.
0: I know and love this man. We won't we won't say his name, but I know and love right. this man. Right.
1: I mean, it's like why yep. he walked into an environment that cared about him. Yes. That's
0: who wants well, that. And and I know when I talk with this particular individual, just the conversation we have, I know he cares about me. And we we've I don't I don't think we've ever met in person. <laughs> right. So. If you have
1: anything to do with the fire service, he's going to be your best friend. This guy dreams fire. I think he keeps a fire extinguisher in his bed. I'm not sure. I mean, he's committed. I'll just say he was,
0: a podca- he was a podcast guest. Um, ben May, I'll just say it. Ben May is yeah. a podcast podcast guest here um, on the Command Post podcast, one of our earlier ones, and a true gentleman, and, and talk about a heart, right? And so but service, service. He, He
1: was able to walk down to that fire department and somebody made him feel like he was somebody. Yeah. He had maybe, what if he hadn't had that fire department? He might have grown up with all kinds of problems drugs, alcohol. Yeah. So don't, uh, and I know the fire department does a lot for youth. I mean, sure. And probably for recruiting, I would start in high school talking to these kids and getting them installed and teaching leadership to them in the local high school and, and uh, where they come out of there wanting to get in the fire service.
0: Oh, and there's teach- a program. Why, why is the department name escaping me? But there's one in the South and there's a department that they have in a, a ridiculously great program. Oh, I wish the department name would come to me. Just a ridiculously great pr- uh, program for high school students. So you're coming out of high school with a job, a good paying job.
1: Right. And you teach them how to be healthy and strong so that they can pass the tests, and they get them so looking forward to doing that, that they do better in high school because they have a, they have something to look forward to.
0: You're, you're, you're giving them meaning early, right? You're giving them meaning in in a future early. Oh, I will figure I will, it will come back to me on, um, it will come back to me, the name of the department after probably after we get done today, it'll hit me right away. But it was just and we had not only the, the director, the chief officer that was in charge of the program, but we had one of the the graduates join us. And what she had to say, oh, just wow. yeah, it's yeah. again, service, the service mindset. I think, you know, if more more conversations like this took place, um, there'd be better service out there globally. And certainly we do well in the fire service. No question. I mean, we're, we're one of the best. And we just want to keep that going. And I think the things I'm hearing from you, too, from your time at Disney, that don't underestimate that it doesn't have to be a massive, big show of kindness. It's the little things that are going to be indelible.
1: It's little things that you remember. And you're a family business. I'm amazed how many people... whole family has been in the fire service generations yeah great grandfather grandfather i mean and when you go do what your dad did that's a lot of pride there you know sure
0: sure yeah yeah what so before we wrap up what what else from your experience and, and the wisdom that you've collected over the years what else would you like to leave the listeners when it comes to the concept of service right
1: yeah, I would say don't underestimate what you can achieve in your life, and basically, don't underestimate your influence every day to have people learn, get to have a better day, help people. You know, I, I, I'm so I've got this so in my brain now that people I make I make people's days all day long just because I don't want to, and they just yeah. kind of shake their head; they can't believe it. Go out there and use your influence and to help people. People have a lot of problems in this country. I mean, there's a lot of serious issues that little things, you can help them. And um, so get out there and, and uh, so you can be, You know, the only thing you can take with you and leave behind which the fire service does is your legacy. Mm. What do you want people to, what do you want your great grandkids when you're not even around to say about, great? Hey, he was a good man. He did, I mean, his. I mean,
0: sure. Boy, oh boy isn't, isn't that a reminder
1: legacy baby that's it what are your kids have, saying about you behind your back <laughs> right
0: I have one last question and it's because of something you just said you said you go make people's days because you want to why do you want to lee why? why I want to ask you the why why do you want to
1: it makes me feel good i I really have a deep concern about so many people have so many problems that and in america when you ask somebody how they're doing they say great i know that's not true it's the biggest lie in america people are not doing great and i i think touching people in a way that uh, can make their can have a, you know even when you're in depression um, when you spend time with people you kind of get out of it for a while mm. isolation mm. Is, isolation is one of the worst problems we saw that in the pandemic don't let people be isolated and uh and uh, I know it. Ma- I know it makes a difference. I mean, a lady just wrote me today. She got hired by Disney. She got her MBA at Rollins College and she wrote a- all the people she wanted to thank. And at the end, she said, and Lee cocker was the number one person that made this happen for me. And he encouraged me. Uh, every time. And I said, hey, look at that, you know, and I feel good about that.
0: I mean, oh, that's I a remember. legacy. That's the legacy you're talking about.
1: Yeah. I want my son when I die. He said, my dad was the greatest. He was great. He, I want, you know?
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. And
1: can help people. Who can you help? I mean, give me a break. You know? well, I'm going to I,
0: you, we're going to the biggest fire department conference in the country, FDIC. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's in Indianapolis next week. And the things that you've said today, I'm, I'm going to carry with me. And I, I think I do a pretty good job usually, but I want to do any, you make me want to do an even better job. And so, I look forward to these trips because normally I'm working from home, interacting like we are now with our customers, and being able to get in, in front of them, next to them, in the same room with them. Um, it, it's it's the things you're talking about, right? That uh, you want to make their day, you want to help them, and and I'm, I just look forward to it. And this this conversation is going to carry me strongly into next week.
1: Good. Go out there and touch everybody and make them want to be better. That's all.
0: 100%, 100%. You touch
1: one, they touch one, and the next thing you know, everybody's doing
0: it. <laughs> so. we're, we're getting we're just making making the make it just a little bit better place.
1: It's contagious like the pandemic. <laughs> yeah.
0: We want we Be want nice. this we want Be this nice. one. We want this to spread though, right? Exactly. Of course. Exactly. Well, listen, um thank you. I know you're 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 in demand. Um you're helping so many people, so I really do appreciate you spending this time with me and sharing your wisdom. And that's what I'm going to call it. It's wisdom, right? You're sharing your wisdom um, with us and and maybe causing the the people listening to just do that, do just a little bit better. Even when they're not feeling like they want to do a little bit better, just go ahead and do it anyway, because it's, it's the right thing to do. And ultimately it's good for those that are receiving the service you're giving. Right.
1: And you'll feel better when you, you know, everything
0: you should do makes you feel better. Like you should exercise.
1: You don't want to, but you feel better. You don't eat too much. You feel better. You drink enough water. You feel better. Yeah. All the things we don't want to do are what we should do.
0: <laughs> well, I feel very um, privileged to know you. And, yeah. uh, Good. and uh, to, anything uh, I can do for you. I, I, pr- I Really, I, sure I, appreciate I would it.
1: be happy to do that. Uh, anything.
0: I, I know you will. And just thank you for spending time today. I'm grateful to you.
1: Yeah, take care.
0: All right, take Lee. Thanks. Now.